Welcome to Season 6 of the Marrow Masters Podcast Series, sponsored by the National Bone Marrow Transplant Link, Insight Corporation, and Cadman. The National Bone Marrow Transplant Link, established in 1992, strives to help patients, caregivers, and their families cope with the psychosocial challenges of transplant, from diagnosis through survivorship. This season focuses on advice for dealing with GVHD from both patients and healthcare professionals. Here's your host, Executive Director of the NBMT Link, Peggy Burkhardt. Welcome, everyone. This series focuses on all things GVHD. We're going to peel back some of the layers. We're going to talk to experts and patients alike about their struggles, victories, best tips, and so much more. So get ready to be inspired, educated, and updated on this tricky disease. GVHD might be a part of your life post-transplant, but we want you to be encouraged that it most likely is temporary. We'll learn from healthcare professionals and survivors who want to share with you so you can beat GVHD and thrive despite it. You'll appreciate their grit, honesty, and determination to live your best life with their guidance and experiences. I'm so excited to welcome today Perry Cheatham of Michigan. Thank you. Please share your story with our listeners. I was doing a race August of 2014 and noticed that my legs were swelling up. Um, I was not sweating. So after the race, and this was a road race I was doing, I went to emergency and they couldn't figure out what was going on because my legs, the swelling went down. Next day it came back and I went back to the emergency again. Later on, I had a biopsy done and it was determined that I had cancer. Uh, I went to an oncologist uh, who determined that I had stage four T-cell lymphoma. That's a blood cancer. And the reason why my legs were swollen up because lymphoma was cutting the circulation off the blood flow basically on my legs. So I started chemotherapy. I did about three rounds of chemotherapy starting in September 2014, right around late November, right around Thanksgiving. I noticed I had a, a large lump on my leg and it kept increasing and became very painful and it spread it down to the top of my foot. So I went into emergency again, was determined that I had a, an infection um, because all the chemotherapy was basically uh, reducing my immune system. So I was hospitalized 30 days where I underwent about five surgeries on my foot. Um, they had a pump pumping out the uh, infection from my foot and it did not go down. It kept spreading up my leg. So there was some talk of they might have to amputate my leg at some point. But luckily it went down and I was pretty much on crutches for the next three months and still doing chemotherapy about twice a week. So after about 20 rounds of chemo, I went back to work and about two weeks later, Large lumps develop all over my body, lip nodes basically. Uh, went back into the oncologist where it was determined that the chemo wasn't working and I needed to prepare for a bone marrow transplant. So May of 2015, I started working with uh, different doctors and nurses basically on how this procedure is going to work. We need to find a donor and Luckily for me, I don't have any brothers or sisters, so I had no donor from a family standpoint. I had to rely on a national search, and they found a search, a person from New York, actually, and it was 7 out of 10. That's the best they could find for me. So we went with those odds. So on June 9th of 2015, I had the uh, bone marrow transplant, and that's pretty much my story from a cancer standpoint. 
I had the, the bone marrow transplant June 9th at 9 o'clock, 2015, and I was in the hospital for the next three months. So, Okay, wow. So how are you doing today? Let's talk about your GVHD a little bit Okay, and your faith. I understand you have a very strong faith. So the whole time I, when I got diagnosed, I was very much at peace. Um, and this might sound a little crazy, but I was, I guess I was a little bit kind of honored that I got cancer. I kind of felt like this was maybe a more of a testimony to help others or share with others about cancer uh, and about the different struggles you go through life. And I think it was just a, just a whole peaceful time. I, I was never afraid. I never, I shouldn't say I never like was frustrated, but <laughs> I was pretty much at peace through the whole process because even though I could worry and cry or throw things, it wouldn't help the situation. Sure. So walking with God through this whole thing has really, I guess, enlightened me and made me a better person overall. Well, that's very inspiring, Perry. Not many people would say what you just said. Uh, and I'm glad you said it because it's how you feel. And obviously doing this podcast today, you're helping others. So thank you for doing this and sharing your heart like this. My next question is about your donor. Tell us about your donor situation. Well, yeah, like I said previously, the donor was seven out of 10. That was pretty much all I had to go with. And because I'm African-American, donors are very low for any, any minority, at least I'd say maybe United States or even globally. So there's a big push, and I try to help out with that, maybe doing some conferences or seminars and things like that, try to support this whole bone marrow transplant uh, with African-Americans. Because there's some people who get diagnosed with what I had, and they don't have any options. And that's not a good situation. But luckily, I, I did. And the person, I mean, I've been in contact with her. Uh, her name is Rose. Uh, she's from um, New York. And I have not actually seen her in person, but I have talked to her over the phone and I have emailed her. So one day I will get out to New York to see her, but just with everything going on in my life far as trying to get better and the whole COVID situation, I have not been able to get out there, but I pretty much talked to her on the phone and the first thing I told her was, um, thank you for saving my life because without that, I wouldn't be here. So absolutely. My main goal maybe the next year or two, is to get out to New York and um, just give her a hug and, and tell her thank <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. So being a 7 out of 10, I'm imagining that you have dealt with some GVHD issues. Yes, I have. Share some of that with us. Um, I think the main issue for me overall is when you tell people you have this, they don't know what you're talking about. So that's <laughs> <laughs> Yep. First thing you always have to do is kind of educate people on, on what's going on with my body. But basically what's going on with me is my eyes, my mouth. So I have dry eyes. Sure. I have dry mouth. And uh, my speech is a little off right now because about two months ago, I had uh, my teeth removed because they were just pretty much falling out of my mouth. So I just made the decision to take them all out. And I'm working on my dentures. So that's my goal for the next month is to wear my dentures on a regular basis. So, Oh, good. Working with breathing. I had some breathing issues last year, so I have been working with a doctor on that. And that's getting a lot better, doing a lot of different breathing tests. I have an inhaler. So that allows me to run because I like to be active and run. So 
before I could only run probably about a quarter mile, now I can run about three miles. So I think I'm heading in the right direction there. I would say. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah. But the main thing right now is I see uh, my oncologist probably about every three to four weeks. Um, my liver counts are up and down all the time. So I had to, they adjust meds. Um, I do a different blood test. And so I'm very familiar with the nurses and the doctors there because I see them about once a month for the last six years. So those are the kind of things I'm kind of currently dealing with right now. Well, and it sounds like you're keeping up with it, which is really good and important. We're told all the time that it will burn out, you know, eventually the GVHD will hopefully burn out for you. And let's talk about your support system during your journey, Perry. How was that? So I got diagnosed. Um, my parents are very much involved. Um, like I said earlier, I'm the only child. So you know, my parents are very concerned. My wife, she's very concerned. She's supportive. Both her parents passed away from cancer, so it's had a whole different meaning for her that I got diagnosed with cancer, especially stage four. Uh, so her mindset was very scared of the whole situation. I have five kids. They're very nervous and scared. At that time, they were from 16 to five. So Oh, wow. It was, uh, it was a big moment for them, I would imagine. Um, I didn't see them a lot during the whole bone marrow transplant just because of the whole visitation thing. But I know they were praying for me to pull through. And then, you know, usually in certain situations, you always have some people that you think are friends, they kind of back out, but then you get like a surprise. So one of my <laughs> friends, my best friends as well, I met him probably about 20 years ago. So we've been friends, we run together. And he had just recently, just before I got diagnosed, he had moved to Yellow Springs, Ohio. He was working on his doctorate degree. So he had moved there. He was studying. And I told him I had cancer and he moved back to Grand Rapids. So Really? And he came to see me pretty much every day during my whole bone marrow transplant. So like I said, you get surprised of who comes to support you and who doesn't. So we got a very, very strong relationship, very good friendship. And he supported me through that pretty much a whole whole period there. So, Well, that is a really neat story. Is this uh, gentleman still in the Grand Rapids area? He's still here, yep. Um, <laughs> he got his doctorate degree. And actually, I went down to Yellow Springs and uh, I saw him graduate, which was awesome. And uh, we try to get soup. And we have a soup shop up here. So we try to get soup once a month. And um, yeah, we're still involved and try to run together as much as I can. Well, that's terrific. Power of friendship, right? That's correct. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about your time at the hospital. How did you manage that? I'll be honest with you, the, the nurses and the doctors there, at least from my perspective, were, were awesome. I got to you know know them very well, even outside of the hospital. We have a hockey, local hockey team here, and they kind of spotlighted my situation and all the nurses and doctors came that were involved in my life during that period came to the game and we kind of hung out. So, Well, that's neat. You know, you meet people on this journey, especially in the hospital. The nurses are great, very supportive. Uh, my doctor was awesome. Uh, she supported me 100%. We, every day they gave me goals to work at either by walking or eating or trying to gain weight back or, and always giving me the honest answer to where I'm at, how I'm progressing. So 
there's no way I would have probably made it through without, you know, that support system at the hospital. That's good to hear because you were there for quite a while. And how are you doing today? Let's talk about today. It sounds like you're running and you're, you're really living your life. Yeah, I'm trying to live as much as I can. I uh, just booked a vacation for my family. I haven't gone on a vacation probably in about five years. So time flies, but I need to, I think my life right now, I am really focused on just the more important things. Whereas before, you know, you kind of get in a rat race of life. So I kind of step back and I go to work. I like to do gardens in the summer and I just like to hang out with my family. And I love, love to watch soccer. So, of course, God is always first. And I try to study and praise God as much as I can there. But after that, family, soccer, uh, my kids play soccer. I'm pretty happy just to be where I'm at right now. Wow, Perry, you are certainly an inspiration today. We really appreciate hearing about all of this. And what's some of your takeaways as far as if somebody walked up to you right now and said, I'm about to start a bone marrow transplant journey. Is there anything additional that you'd like to say, what you learned along the way that would help them get geared up for that journey? I think one of the things, um, there's a lot of different uh, YouTube videos, basically on all the different uh, side effects with expert doctors. And I probably would review those if you're in a situation to do that. I think in my situation, I was kind of like, this is my only option. And I just said, hey, let's go for it, you know. But if they have the time, maybe get more educated on some of the side effects they could have and some of the things they could prevent by being more educated. And maybe set up in advance an eye doctor who understands GVHD Make sure your dentist understands GVSD and maybe kind of line those things up just in case you need that down the road. That's excellent. Excellent advice, yeah. Perry. We're actually thinking about doing our one of our next seasons on the checklists of what you should get ready, you know, prepare yourself. And I've heard a lot from different doctors about this, especially when it comes to the eyes and the dental. Right. To take those steps ahead of time. And, and you're really reinforcing that right now as a veteran transplant person. So I appreciate that. No problem. Well, it has been so great to have your perspective today. Thank you for your time. Oh, thank you guys very much. And I'd like to thank the uh, National Bone Mural Transplant Link for the opportunity to share my thoughts today. And I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you. Have a great day. All right. You too. This has been the Marrow Masters Podcast. Feel free to share this episode via text, email, or social media. Don't miss an episode. Follow Marrow Masters in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to connect with the National Bone Marrow Transplant Link, visit nbmtlink.org or click on the link in our show notes.